Welcome back to The Lion's Den as we continue this delicious conversation about the issues real men and real women want to talk about. So come with me. Let's go back inside. So welcome back to The Lion's Den. We're going to be finishing up the last of our topic on how much should you tell or should you tell it all? You know, lies and omission and the messy things in relationship dynamics. So before we go into our next hot topic, I want to hear to the next um, topic. Y'all really don't want that. <laughs> but go ahead. Oh, yes, we do. Okay. Oh, yes, we do. Because that's what we do inside of here. Yeah, very difficult. Though. We yeah, do difficult. raw honesty inside of here. So, so okay, so do you really think, as we're having the conversation and recognizing that there are double standards, mm-hmm. do you really think that it is healthy in relationships to not tell it all? Do you think it's healthy? Healthy, 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 no. Helpful, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's like different age. Distinction. Okay. Yeah, different I mean, age. Is it healthy? Yeah, because you know what we're talking about doing the break. Um, when you, your spouse doesn't have to have, do any kind of guesswork, it promotes a, a level of trust mm-hmm. so that even if they even if someone said that they saw like for example, well, what I do, if they if someone said they saw me in the car with another female mm-hmm. and Somebody just made up an outlandish lie. They said, I saw Huck out there kissing a woman, and mm-hmm. they told Miss Huck. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, nah. Number one, because I know who he was with. Mm-hmm. I know where they were, and he mm-hmm. told me. There you so, go. And I have a history of telling everything. Mm-hmm. Hel- healthy? Absolutely. Helpful? The same scenario. Depending on, I say, with the same thing, the co-worker that starts working with us. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to another place for lunch, and everybody wants to ride. And I'm driving, and then Lisa, I'm going to get in the car, too. And because you don't want to make it weird, you like, you don't say nothing. She gets mm-hmm. in the car. Y'all go have lunch. You know, you and Lisa don't talk. Y'all don't have, no, but seriously. I thought we weren't going to see Lisa. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm about to go to the helpful part. Okay. You're not gonna, y'all not going to agree, but that's fine. But we go out, to, go out to lunch. I don't interact with Lisa at all. At you all. interacted with her in the car. No, no, no. I don't, I don't have any kind of no formal conversation or contact with her. You were just a cabbie. Car. I was just a cabbie. Did she pay you? Pay me for what? Driving. No, it, it was everybody in the car. I just drove. You drove? Yeah. That's it. And she's so she, the ex so that got in, in his, your car. In his scenario, it's You're like... not the cabbie if you weren't on the clock. Four co-workers. <laughs> you said if you weren't on the clock. Right. So but his, his thing is like if there are four co-workers in the car. And you don't want right, to be weird. What you just did is you did a favor for your ex that you told me you were never going to see before <laughs> that you didn't even want to Right. This is why it's with. helpful. When you get home, hey, baby, how was your day? What did you do today? Oh, I wanted lunch with X, Y, X, Y, X, Y. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Whoa! Wait, Whoa. did you leave Lisa I out of that? Out. Oh no! Oh, hold no. on, hold on. You you <laughs> asked me. Not. You honor, you asked me. He is in by omission. You mm. asked me the differentiation. When I said helpful and healthy, he said mm, nice. So you mean to tell me that if Mrs. Huck was working with somebody who dipped into her honey stump. pop. No, 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 double no, stump. no. You don't get the double standard. This you better double backflip that joint back to reality because what? He was in my car. Look, I could go down the list of the other eight people that were in the on the bus with me, and you're gonna be like, ho, 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 hold up, wait a minute. What you mean that Sammy was there? What's he doing on the bus with you? Is it healthy to tell Mrs. Huck that Lisa was in the car? Yes. yes. For it, your life. Is it healthy? And Lisa's. Is it helpful? No. 
No, because it shows that you exercise horrible hey, judgment. You, you, totally, you asked me? That would totally. And that's man logic. When right. Are you listening? Because don't that let me have an ex in my logic. car. Because, because it, again, it's not right. But there were four other people in the car, so don't worry about my ex being in the car. Right. right? Yeah, but see, it's different no, because no, 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 you're no, talking to different. me. It's no. different. No. It's different. No. Listen. Y'all beat me up, but I'm, I have admitted that this Hold is a double standard. I just want the yeah. listeners to go in on Huck. There's no need. This? There's no, no need man. because I'm doing something that most men won't do is tell the truth about this. Mm-hmm. Most men will say, tell nah. The truth about They'll be like, nah, it's, it's cool. It's cool <laughs> right? that my girl was out there and the old boy was in the car or they worked together or after work for drinks, everybody went and he showed up, she stayed and didn't, and didn't leave. You know what I'm saying? Most men like y'all have no problem with that, but then when it actually hit your home and that happens, please, they try and shut stuff down. That's why in our home, in Mr. and Mrs. Huck home, even if it's not a guy that played in the honey or whatever you said, the honey pot, right, she still tells, "Hey, I was out with my girlfriends." And then a male from work came over there to speak, and he came over to have drinks with us. So, ain't no issues. Because you told me that. Now, had that you not like told me. That full disclosure, right. doesn't that? Right. I just said this. I said, okay. listen. I just want to make sure that we were. It's, only it's our health. experience. No, it's healthy. It is it's very healthy. healthy. But yeah, what's helpful. helpful, if you know that it's some weird energy, hey, baby, who was y'all with? I was out with, you know, Lisa, Tina, and Marie. But Tony was there, too. But she doesn't tell me that. But You, you think that's helpful? That's what you're saying. Are you saying that her omission was helpful for you? That's to, to to a certain degree. <laughs> except except, the, so except for it. the fact that He's one of so your guys, your guy friends, he can't even if you could see the smirk the on his face right now. Like, yeah, but, but they can't. You can, one of you your guy friends pulled up next to her in the car, face. and she thought it was helpful not to say anything to you. And your guy friend is like, not having it. Yo, not having uh, it. I just saw your wife. And there was this dude in her car. Married people, hear me when I say to you, avoid the unnecessary yeah. nonsense and yeah. just cool. tell the story. Yes, tell the story. The full the disclosure full is but, but just sometimes. so much safer. No alternative facts. Okay. But ho- you know what? See, no lies see, this, this, this will <laughs> preach right here. If I was a preacher, this is what I would use for a text. Sometimes it's Uh-oh. okay to have an alternate ending. In Marvel's comic <laughs> movies, oh when you go to the end of the video... There's always an oh, alternate ending. This is somebody world. touch your neighbor and tell them. <laughs> sometimes I'm touching my neighbor and telling them not. It to is important. Now I'm playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> this is crazy. Not, <laughs> That's terrible. But sometimes That's you terrible. can't have alternate. That's um, terrible. But That's you shouldn't. Terrible. I'm not participating. The alternate no, ending tell the whole includes truth. violence. You, but you, you left tell out the whole you you're, asked creating, me, you're creating unnecessary nonsense. You right. you, you asked me. You're rolling a tennis ball down a hill, but now you got helpful. And 50 healthy. foot snowball right. because of how much we have global warming. That's what the helpful <laughs> is about. Don't worry Get about out of here. Get out of here. We need to move on to our next topic because this you are not winning on I this. I mean, one I think this, this segues into our next topic. Okay, this you are not winning. Listen, <laughs> I mean, okay, so here's the question. Home. Here's the question that came to the den. You trapped now. Here's the question <laughs> Why do men cheat? And, and, Listeners, I really wish you could be in the den right now because I'm going to reenact it and I'm going to tell you all facets of how this happened. <laughs> Alvin said, why do men cheat? And the two women in the room look right at me. And we had in Radio Land what we hate, dead air. 
They looked at me. Um, so you asked me that question from a male mm-hmm. perspective. Uh-huh. There, there are many reasons why men cheat. Mm-hmm. Um, the first reason is they just they just dogs. They just want what they want when they want it. Mm-hmm. The next reason is a little more complex and complicated because you have the man that when you look outwardly has everything. Mm-hmm. Beautiful wife, she's a professional, they have money, beautiful kids, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But when they get home, she don't know how to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Or she doesn't know how to love on them. She don't know how to relate to them. So then that man, in turns, whether it's purposeful or by mistake, develops a relationship or some kind of situationship mm-hmm. with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. That then turns into something else. And then before you know it, it is weird. Mm-hmm. So then you have emotional cheating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you have a physical cheating. Right. That's the second reason. The third reason um, is because you have the man has communicated what they want. And for whatever reason, the female is not either a willing or able to give them what they want. Mm-hmm. So they go search it elsewhere. Mm. All of those reasons are wrong. Most men will try to qualify. Cause after one break, me and Jay was having, I won't say a heated discussion about <laughs> what cheating is. It's a but little feisty. It was, it was passionate, and I was kind of clowning a little bit. But none of those reasons are right. But full disclosure, there, there's some caveats where men feel justified and those latter two reasons mm. are the reason why men feel justified so if I am doing what I need to do providing and taking care of the kids and take care of you mm-hmm. and I ask you to take care of me and you refuse consistently then what's my next course of action mm. do I stay unsatisfied or because Women, y'all, y'all are shady too because y'all pick up on those inconsistencies in the home and y'all prey on us. Y'all see us struggling and y'all come get us. What? Yes. Let's talk about that. Why do I can't relate? Why do men? You can't. You cannot relate, but you know people who have. Okay, let me hear this. Why do what? Let's talk about what. Why do women cheat with men? That they know they are in committed relationships. Hmm. Because we don't have any of the obligation of being your woman and all of the benefits. So I only get the best part of you. Which is a shame, but that is also what happens. But I know that I'm I'm your little piece of heaven right now. So so you're qualifying the best part of me as the experience. No. As a lot of times, it'll be the mistress that gets the happy you, the excited you, the mm-hmm. frisky fun you, the the you that does not, that didn't have a bad day at work. So the, you, you get day. the mm-hmm. the The mistress gets gets the you that oftentimes is the one that women fall in love with. So you get the facade. The fun you. So you get a facade. I mean, it, you whether you can call it a facade because it may legitimately be you, but it's just one layer of you, and that one layer of you is the is a hundred percent of what she experiences. So of that's you. cool. So she so she's happy to have that because that's what it means to be the vacation home. Mm-hmm. The vacation home always gets the best part of the person, you know, like, and the best part of the person. I'm not talking about, you know. 
the years, the this, that, and the other, because depending upon how somebody qualifies what best is, Mm -hmm. it may be a little bit different for folk. But when we start talking about the stuff that movies are made of, you know, the romance, the the whining, the dining, the this, that, and the other, all of that stuff, a lot of times it's the mistress who ends up getting that, or the mister. So, because it could be, it could be both, you know, but it's, It's that thing that women love. You know, he cannot wait to see me. And when he gets home and his wife, you know, he walks in the front door, he already has an attitude when he sees his wife. You know, just, oh, it was a long day at work, this, that, and the other. I'm too tired for this. I'm too tired for that. Just give me a second. Let me lay on the couch. Let me just relax. And let me just relax turns into I'm asleep on the couch. So there's no intimacy, no playing with the kids, no talk, no conversation, nothing that's going on. But when you're with the the mistress, you're back to the dating version of you. Mm-hmm. And so, so whose fault is that? Well, then whose fault is it? It's yours. Is it whose fault? The wife? Absolutely. How do you figure? Because you give me the worst part of yourself. See, that's the thing. Women, we're not interested in having your leftovers. So everybody else will get the best piece of you, and then you give us what's What's left left over after that. So all of you, the best pieces of you included that happy face. It included you wanting to engage. It included you wanting to initiate whatever. And then you get home and we get the attitude from all of the things that were frustrating at work. Because but everybody, I gave, you, but every, I gave you the best part of me. No, 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 and no, 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 no. Everybody at work got your smile, even though they were the people that were pissing you off. And then you got home and I got the frown because those people pissed you off. Not because I didn't do something for you. I may be trying to do whatever it is that, that, it, that you need. But at some point I tried to communicate to you the deficiencies what deficiencies, though? I just want to be like, clear because, about what you mean because, when you be, say the deficiencies. Because most men that choose to be unfaithful is not a choice that happens overnight. Uh-huh. It's not something that, you know, I woke up today, hey, I'm going to go ahead and cheat. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I mean, again, unless it's man A. Right. Who's just, just straight a dog, right. period. Like, there's but nothing you can do about that. But most men that will, that will be honest, they will say that they have tried all they could for their wife. You know, with their love, with their love language, and what happens is, the wife's interpretation or and perception of things have changed, and she never communi- she never communicates that with the man. Tell me what you mean. Okay, so I want to make sure that our listeners don't miss so, the so, nuances of what you're saying. Because it, again, from a previous show, we talked about the whole what we interpret as the dating phase. Like, uh-huh. I'm attracted to you because you fine. Now we've had conversation. Now we have decided to take this, excuse me, to another level, right? Mm-hmm. But we're, at this point, we're, we're still here. Like, you can't see my hands, but we're together. Mm-hmm. We're moving together. Mm-hmm. But as you, as you, as the relationship begins to age mm-hmm. inside of this marriage, inside of the marriage, mm-hmm. and the conversations that the man was trying that would normally have with the female. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an extreme uh, example, but now it's like, yo, why are you talking? That's stupid. I don't want to talk about that. Like, yo, you still tripping about the balls not giving you the time off? Like, yo, man up. Hmm. I'm just trying to talk to you, woman. I'm just trying, like, you, at one point, our conversations, you you were my safe place. Mm-hmm. Now, my conversation, my conversation never changed. Mm-hmm. You changed because now you don't want to hear these conversations. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so what about the woman 
being there for those conversations because let, let's be real relationships are not one-sided mm-hmm. so I'm trying to give you all of the things that you're asking me for and as I'm looking for this engagement from you since I've been doing those things you are telling me that that's not enough well that's not enough for you to one be faithful and that's also not enough for you to be investing in what my love languages are but then we also okay now we, we qualify being unfaithful not just sexual sexually but emotionally I mean I, so I feel like men are far less sensitive to emotional infidelity than they are to physical infidelity. Not true. No, that's not true. Very not true. true Because for Mm -hmm. me and most men I talk to, um, where they, they don't want either one of them, but they had to pick. They would much rather their female to be unfaithful physically than emotionally because women by nature are emotional creatures. Mm -hmm. So if a man, and in this day age, woman can speak to your woman and get into their their mind, their mental, and they like when they pick, pick up the phone and they see, oh Tom text me, and they don't never say anything, but they smile and their whole disposition change. And you say, hey babe, how you doing? Like, and their face to you says, why are you talking to me? Nah, that's so interesting because that is not, and I wonder if it's a generational difference because most men that I know who are over thirty five, most would far prefer for their women to be emotionally, um, to have emotional affairs than physical ones. Mm-hmm. In that the they have a hard time looking at their woman the same once their woman has shared their body with somebody else. The fact that she emotionally was into some guy, but she never touched him, they never kissed, they never anything, it is easier for him to see that as, well, we're going to have to deal with that, but you didn't, you, you didn't cheat. But if you let some other man lay with you that he touched you in that kind of way he he stirred the honey pot like there's no coming back for that from that for most of the men that I have worked with over the years so the women were far easy, far better at dealing with physical infidelity but they struggled with emotional infidelity mm-hmm. because if your body went somewhere but your heart didn't i can your body is just your body for a lot of women And I can bring that back, but whoever has your heart, that's a problem. So women, I know multiple couples where the husband has strayed physically, but it wasn't a problem until he strayed emotionally. When his body and his heart left the marriage, that was when the problem happened. Can I I offer an explanation for that? Go. It's because most times in this day and age, we lack the friendship from the foundation. And that's why I would agree. The emotional thing for me is more impactful than the physical. physical thing. Now, listen, Miss Huck, don't do either one of them, <laughs> right? <laughs> but for me, because we were friends first, mm-hmm. and like I, I, you know, the physical part came later, mm-hmm. way later. I'm like, yo, like for real. But <laughs> but for me, I, like, good job, Miss. We can't. Yeah, man. I'm like, yo, you deserve a medal because this is the longest. But anyway, we, we digress. <laughs> um, like, we treasure. I treasure, and most men treasure that we can come and just lay our head in your lap. It may sound sappy, but when a man has had a really, really rough day and they need that place of solace and peace, 
that wife or significant other is the one that's supposed to provide that. When that changes, so does the dynamic of the relationship, and so does infidelity creep in, creep in in some way, form, or fashion. Well, I can I can say that there is definite truths to all of that. I mean, I'm not going to argue that at all. I'm well, just, you're not going to argue that. I'm not going to argue that all because right. I my experience in working with couples over all of these years that is true that. Whoever is your safe space right. for a man is where your heart is. And that's why we cheat. Yeah. Well, so I don't know that that's always why men cheat. What's another reason? Okay. So what I've discovered in many of my experiences, you've got a couple of factors. One is in kind of reference or supporting what it is that you've said before. One, if you have a character issue, period. Right. There's nothing you can do about a man who has poor character. You can't fix that. Okay. Two is when there's a breakdown in actual connection between the partner. You are starting to grow in different directions, right? right? When the kids become the only thing that's holding you together, when financial obligations are the only things that are holding you together. We got to talk about that at some point about when to leave with kids and stuff like that. That is a huge conversation to have, but we, we will absolutely do that inside the den. But if, if there's that growing apart that happens, that's another reason why relationships will fall apart. And then the tertiary issue is tertiary. when third when, <laughs> is when you're dealing with sexless marriages. Ah. And that happens. Why get married then? Well, see, it didn't start out that way. As in, you let life happen. And then at first in the relationship, it was every other day and then it becomes every three days and then it becomes once a week and then it becomes once every 10 days then it's once every two weeks and before you know it you got couples who are sleeping together once a month and when you start to create more and more space between you and your partner it becomes a larger and larger chasm to have to jump over to get back to the intimacy where what starts to feel normal is not being close to you that becomes our new normal normal, and when people in the nature of human beings is to crave affection in some form or fashion right so if you're still an abled body individual that does not have any medical limitations in in terms of what you are able to do and perform being stuck inside of a marriage where you have these desires and no one to express those with that can also send somebody outside of a marriage. And that that somebody does not necessarily have to be just a man mm-hmm. because that absolutely happens with women also. So is it, is it wrong? I mean, I know morally right. it's wrong. That's so funny that you would ask that because we're actually going to have a whole show about that because we're going to bring a few other men for your safety into the conversation. Men, listen, okay? But we are going to talk about what happens. I need some names in here. I just, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do when you have a situation like that? That's a very tough. I'm not going to give an answer as to wrong or right yet because I want to let us have that full conversation. Hold up. So that, that works for you, but, but I had to give answers to my stuff. What I will stuff. say, we only because I know we're having another show about it, so I don't want to ruin it because I know it's coming. So what I will say, though, is that it's a very complicated situation. There, there's no, there is no 
easy and perfect answer to a situation like that because it really is like being in prison Mm -hmm. because I am trapped here. I know I can see daylight, but I can't touch it. And I know you say I'm not I'm being like the reporters on CNN. Mm -hmm. I'm asking the same question. It's a different way. (laughs) So I know you say you're not going to answer it, Mm -hmm. but like... What do you say to that man that has or woman mm-hmm. that have has been struggling with morality mm-hmm. and they know that whether it's because of religious reasons or whatever, mm-hmm. they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But they've done all they could. Right. Like right. what do you say to that person? I I'm I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> Because we are going to talk about it. We are going to talk about it. But I will tell you that it is not a simple answer. And it has been very tough um, with clients because I have some that who have been through these experiences Mm -hmm. and made different decisions. But it doesn't end well. Can you repeat that? Repeat that. It doesn't end well. See that? See that? I think with infidelity, I think men and women never look at the outcome. Mm. They only look at that moment and look it's at selfish. That is, it, it, it is. is. See, that, that it is, is a very selfish I, act. It that is. is what I was told years ago from a friend of mine. Infidelity is the most, besides suicide, is one of the most selfish, selfish acts. acts you could ever do I because agree. you never think about your spouse. Your spouse may get on your nerves, but at some point you love them. Right. At some point, mm-hmm. and you only think about how this is going to make me feel in this moment. Now, if you have any character or have any integrity, I decided to say integrity. Good job, Um, Whatever. You look at the outcome, but oftentimes we don't do that. And I I wonder why we can't see to do... Past that. Right. Because that... But but that's exactly what you're speaking to so brilliantly, might I add, is that you are so... (laughs) You're so caught up in how you feel that you can't see past your own feelings inside of it. But is that in in that moment is that wrong? Well, I don't think that it's ever wrong to acknowledge I'm trying to give how answer you feel. Question. It's okay? It's I would perfect answer, Jay. It is totally human for us to feel that, but it's also our responsibility to not operate and move strictly out of our feelings because love isn't just about a feeling. You know, you're you're going to have a thousand feelings, but I always tell people, especially where marriage is concerned, marriage is a mission and the mission has to be greater than the moment. In any given moment, you can have all kinds of feelings, but are those feelings moving the mission forward or are they in destruction of the mission? And if our mission is to be a single unit working to the best version of ourselves as a team moving our family forward that we are in this thing together then when you make this decision you that moment is fracturing our mission Mm -hmm. and we suffer as a result not just you and your pain or me in the pain of finding out or our kids when it tears the, the relationship up potentially but we all suffer when you let out that moment get bigger than our mission. You know, go to the Lion's Den on Instagram and Facebook and send us messages, but we will continue this conversation again, always bringing real conversation, raw honesty back into the den. See you next time.
We hope you enjoyed today's show. You, the listeners, are always our inspiration. If you'd like to join the conversation or submit a show idea, we'd love to hear from you. You can connect with Albion at albionlions.com or on Instagram at albion.lions. Join us again next week. Same time, same station, same great conversation. We'll see you soon. Thank you.